0: And now, Jalen and Jacoby.
1: When a pop is head to Gotta give us what we want, uh, gotta give us what
0: we need. Hey. Worry about my pops getting drunk. Cause if we ever do, yo, TB, pop the trunk. Cause we make the
1: pop the
2: trunk and hit the sweet. Now act stupid, i pop the trunk, uh, uh, give me a pl-boom, He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby.
1: And on the cold check-in! Send the stage on the mic. And we putting it on wax. It's the new style.
2: We're Jalen Jacoby. What do we do? We get a people. Get, 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 get what? The people. They want. Very people. special oh, guest people. in studio right now, Sway Lee. Lee Sway, same difference, what he does. <laughs> What's happening? Really appreciate <laughs> you coming it. through. And you've got a show tonight at Madison Square Garden. Back-to-back shows at Madison Square Garden. Two you days. know, I know you guys are on a huge tour. There's mm-hmm. a lot of big venues, but what's different about MSG?
0: MSG is a legendary venue. You know, so many people come out. It's just like you get to you get to make a big mark. You get to leave a big mark. You know, what I'm saying you gotta you gotta kill that show. And we got it back to back nights. Me and Post Malone Runaway Tour. So it's about to go up.
2: Yep. You guys were on the Billboard chart with that song Sunflower. Seemed like forever. Like, they, they, wasn't it a top ten um, Billboard for 33 weeks or something? Yeah.
0: Me, we, we broke the record with that. Genre. We broke the record. Man, congratulations, Jay.
1: What is it like to have so many amazing fans? I couldn't imagine being like so young and so successful to have so many fans that just adore <laughs> what I do. How does that feel and how you know how do you just handle that?
0: I mean, it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying, to just have people looking at, paying attention to what you do, you know what I'm saying? They keep me charged up. Every day they keep me charged up, you know what I'm saying? They they just support everything you do. They keep pushing you.
2: Yep. and it, but how's the tour life you know what I mean Like, like how, do you get time off do you ever just, just like have a healthy meal and take a nap or something
0: <laughs> um, I just man I think I run off solar power man like I don't sleep really you know what I'm saying like one night you're doing a show packed out you get on the bus you headed to the next city you drive you might have an 8 hour drive you might have a 13 hour drive you might party on the tour bus mm-hmm. the whole way you might not even sleep you might sleep the whole next day you get your own bus or you gotta share the bus I have to share the bus with my parents. <laughs> no no, 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 I got my own bus. No supervision on there. It goes down. We turn up with the boys, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure. Bro life. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure. That sounds exciting. <laughs>
0: and I have so who who is on the bus? How's it work? Who's the bus driver? What's their name? The bus driver be mad at us. Shout out to my boy Easy, man. The bus driver be no. mad at us. We be cutting up in the back. I'm wow. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Easy's
2: party. like, I'm trying to keep y'all safe
0: here. I'm trying to keep y'all safe here. Somebody might bring party favors, so it's like when we cross the border, so if we cross another country, he's like worried, he's sweating, he's like, Of course. I hope they got everything off the bus. Like, you never know what people would bring. Y'all up. get pulled over yet? Um, we got we got no, 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 actually, no, we didn't, we didn't. Kay. But we went through the border and it was just like, it's always tense when you go through the border. It's like, does anybody have anything? Like, you know what I'm Are they gonna find anything? Are the dogs gonna smell our bags? Like, you know say have false alarms going on and stuff, but it's always fun. We never had no criminal issues, you know. Good. We'll keep it
2: like that. Shout out to Easy the bus driver. I'm sure that's not easy, an easy, easy job. Sure, it's not an easy job. He's got to get his sleep too. Shout out.
1: So many people appreciate you guys music, but they don't understand the time that it takes to record and to write. Can you just give us a snapshot? of all of the things that go on that the fans don't always get a chance to see before you actually put out
0: a song? um, Yeah, before the magic happens, it's a lot of behind-the-scenes behind the, behind the scenes stuff that goes on. You know what I'm saying? We might not sleep. We might lo- lose, like, a whole night, a whole week's worth of sleep, you know what I'm saying, for this one song. You know what I'm saying? Some songs take one hour. Some to- songs take a month. Some, some songs you might be working on for, like, five months. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, hey, it's a process, but that's what it takes.
2: So going back-to-back back at MSG, here would be my concern. You're going to do the first show. You're going to be so happy. Yeah. You're going to go out after the first show. you got to save some energy <laughs> for the second night.
0: <laughs> Hang over. <laughs> no matter Sleep what it takes. <laughs> even if,
2: even,
0: if, even if, if I'm on the stage leaning, <laughs> we doing the show by any means necessary. You feel me? I'm
2: sure that's well, exciting. Well, we know
0: you're a big-time NBA fan,
1: and there's some great dynamic duels across the league right now. Who you who's your
0: favorite dynamic duo? Um I got to continue watching a little more so I can before I, before I answer that cuz there's so much there's like so many ones. incredible players. Yeah, like I'm I'm trying to keep up. Like so many incredible players like I got to, like, get deeper into the season before I just can really make that call. You know what I'm saying? That's a good
2: point. Like, we haven't seen really what Anthony mm-hmm. Davis and LeBron look like. We haven't seen what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard look then like. We surgery. haven't seen what Kawhi and KD look like. There right. is still so much to see this year in the NBA. I never remember the NBA being so wide open in terms of the amount of contending teams. What is the team you're supporting the most? And what is the team you think is going to be the best this year?
0: Uh, one of the t- top teams i support supporting, you know, I'm, I love the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a big fan of the Lakers. And I live in L.A., so you know what I'm saying? The Lakers off the rip. All right. He got to represent his purple and gold. But
1: there's another young player that's taken the league by storm so far.
0: Zion. Zion mm-hmm. Williamson. Have you got it. a chance like to check boy. him out? He go mm-hmm. crazy. He go crazy. Very exciting player, for real. He an exciting player. Even before he went to the league, Like he was exciting to watch. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had high hopes for my boy, and he proving he proven all the hype. You know what I'm saying? He proving all the hype it is
2: it's one thing being the number one pick comes with so much baggage you know you Mm -hmm. think like markel folds come to mind anthony bennett come to mind the players that just didn't live up to that hype but he's only been on the floor for four games and he's already doing it like he's almost playing better than he played when he was with duke you know it's like so you you are also you are also a very young artist when you came to the game around Mm. the same age that zion is right now like are you the
0: zion williamson of the music industry Hey, my shoe might be coming next. <laughs> you
1: know my shoe might be coming next.
2: <laughs> I see a lot of checks on that sweatshirt. There might be some checks in the mailbox too. You never, you never, you never know. No you doubt about me. it. There's been an NBA rap beef taking
0: place. Have you heard <laughs> Shaq and Dame going back and forth? And who oh, do you think going won that it. battle so far? They going at it. They taking real shots. I'm going to spank you, Shaq, Say so he's going to spank him, boy. <laughs> I think I think what they need to do, they need to um they need to do an eight-mile style, just like start it off like still do home games and away games, but like so you can start off in L.A. on the home court, you know what I'm saying, have them battling face-to-face with a live crowd and everything, eight-mile style, just battling it out. <laughs> That'll be dumb.
2: all athletes want to be musicians, musicians want to <laughs> be athletes. So when you and your musician friends get together and listen to Shaq and Dame spit their bars, what do you guys say to each other?
0: I ain't gonna lie I was shocked Like them both my boys And I was shocked though I was like Cause they was dropping bars You know what I'm saying They was really They was delivering You know what I'm saying They was cutting deep I was like okay They going head up They literally taking shots so Taking shots at each
2: other There's one thing I absolutely have to ask you about You told the New York Times That mm-hmm. not only do you Sleep in your jewelry <clears throat> That you shower in your jewelry You can't do that Is
0: that for real? Shower in it Eat in it Do everything in it I got it on right now <laughs> 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 Like Because it's just, man, it'll take me 30 minutes just be taking off necklaces, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Taking off, you know, just, it's it's a long process. I just keep it on. It's less of a hassle. And also. And it's real.
1: No (laughs) doubt. And also, as
0: somebody that
1: has worn a lot of jewelry, don't you feel a sense of satisfaction understanding that that's probably something that, you want it for a really long time. You're a successful artist, and you were able to actually purchase some of the things that you always wanted.
0: For real, yes, sir. In, in this field, in my field, like, this is my championship ring, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I usually get my jewels after I, after a big accomplishment, or a major accomplishment. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like my championship rings when I get my jewelry.
2: Oh, that's interesting. So they're kind of like tattoos, kind of. Like, they have a little story. They represent mm-hmm. a part of your life. Can you a take, time period. Take us through some of the ones that you're wearing now with the time period that they represent.
0: I was living fast Okay I was partying hard <laughs> Five tours in Hicks. Came back from overseas The last time Came back Checks. from overseas The time before Checks <laughs> <laughs> well, Championship You know what I'm saying Went number one <laughs> On my neck You're gonna be You're gonna be in the game For a long time man You're gonna have you need Some more fingers Or something Keep me in, keep me in. <laughs> <laughs> Coach put me in He kept me in man You know what I'm saying <laughs>
2: So you're on tour right now With Post Malone The two of you guys Have a huge sit together Sunflower associated with The you know the Spider-Man film Dope movie what was, What's it like Working with him in the studio And what's it like Being on tour with him
0: Man Post Malone He's such a good dude Like, And he's just a genuine person He's a rock star like, We literally create music Effortlessly Like, We were just in the studio The other night After a show Like, We had just did a, a show I think we was in Boston And we was like You know what I'm saying We was up We was both up Sweating You know what I'm saying Shirts off Cooling Kicking back Drinking Bud Lights And we was like Man let's go to the studio Went to studio, stayed till like seven in the morning. We made a, another like crazy big song. We just like, bro, we gotta chill. Like we like when we gonna make the like joint collaborative album, like it's time. Like, you don't have to give it away, but give us a little taste. What's the song about? What's it what's the title? What's something? It's something about it. Something about it? <sighs> The numbers ain't going to lie on it. <laughs> I to <ain't
2: gonna>
1: lie. <laughs> I'm actually in Detroit right now, and one of the people that you got a chance to work with is another native named Madonna. What is something that you actually wow. learned from her?
0: Madonna, like, just consistency. You know what I'm saying? Just being yourself, staying true, not changing. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's remained herself and just f- been flying high for so long. You know what I'm saying? She got the... She got the the, the system down pat. You know what I'm saying? She just, like, be yourself. Be true to yourself. You no know, times are changing. You still being yourself. You still winning. Like, so, yeah, she just taught me that. Like, and just how to stay kind and just be a good person. Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: That's dope. Well, Sway Lee on tour right now with Post Malone.
0: MSG tonight. MSG
2: tomorrow night. If he makes back back. it back. If he makes it back for the second night, we'll stay see. Stay tuned. Really appreciate you taking the time to come <laughs> to the studio and come on the show. We appreciate all your success. You can welcome back anytime appreciate you want. Appreciate the love. Thank you all for having me for real. All right, let's give, you what they want.
0: Give, people, give people
2: what they want. Sometimes, for inspiration, you just have to look up. Nope, not to the 6'9 Jalen Rose, but to the sky. Because for more than 60 years, the Goodyear Blimp has fueled greatness on the gridiron by providing aerial cover- coverage of some of the most legendary moments in college football history. When the Goodyear Blimp rises above a stadium, it inspires players to reach a higher and rise to the challenge of the game's biggest moments. Now it's your turn to go further with Goodyear. Discover tires made to rise above the rest. Learn more at Goodyear.com. Goodyear, more driven. Jalen, do you remember when the Dallas Cowboys were 3-0 and Dak Prescott was looking like he was earning himself millions of dollars every single Sunday? Then they lost to the Saints. Then they lost to the Packers. But yesterday they lost to the New York Jets on Jerry Jones's birthday. This was the most shocking result for me From the weekend in sports, Jalen, what did you think of Prescott and the Cowboys going down to Darnold and the Jets? So I'm not going to overreact to this game like many people in the media
1: or fans are going to do. And here's why. They have some injuries on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Amari Cooper went out of the game early. They're still Mm -hmm. really trying to establish their number two. Is it Gallup? Is it Austin? Cobb was out too. I feel like their defense has been letting them down. The quarterback contra- the, the quarterback is going to always get the headline or the blame. Ezekiel Elliott ran for 100 yards. But I anticipate their defense to be a lot better than it's performed these last few weeks. And I want to give the Jets a lot of credit. They, while they were 0-4, remember, a quarterback means so very much, almost everything to your squad. Ask Robbie Anderson, who basically caught for as many yards yesterday as he had the entire season. Okay, Bale got a touchdown. You get Darno back in the lineup. So I'm not going to overreact to the Cowboys
2: losing to the Jets just because they were 0-4 going into the game. Oh, I'm definitely going to overreact. And it also sounds like (laughs) my guy, the birthday boy, Jerry Jones, he's trying to temper his emotions a little bit after the game. Let's listen. To Jerry.
0: I am surprised tonight that our defense didn't play better, but I'm real surprised equally that our offense didn't have a better night, even though we didn't. were playing with some guys that were getting some of the earlier snaps. Ultimately, if you're one of the really top teams, which we're not. We are not. We are we I hope that uh, someday this season we could be one of the top teams. We're
1: certainly not tonight. But I hope that that we can do better than just win
0: our division, although I'll take that right now in this circumstance. But I would hope we could get up there and uh, get a little uh, special positioning in the playoffs.
2: Interesting. From the birthday boy right there, he also pointed the finger at the defense, but he also brought up winning the division. It is a particularly weak division this year the eagles the giants the cowboys and the washington team are all in that nfc east and if you take a look at the cowboys upcoming schedule it's not great considering they just lost three games in a row they've got the eagles division rivalry it's a big game to sort of get pole position there a bye giants beatable and vikings lions patriots bills bears rams eagles again and washington again looks tough do you think this is going to be the nfc east champion
1: I think the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys are both going to jockey for who wins a division. And injuries are going to have a lot to do with it. Can Carson Wentz stay healthy? When is Deshaun Jackson going to return? But Jerry echoed exactly what I said. The first word that came out of his mouth was about the defense. And when Amari Cooper went out of the game, again, I want to stress this. There's a reason why Dez Bryant and Terrell Owens are tweeting at the team. They see that the team really is lacking at the receiver position. And so when you don't have your number one guy out there, it's not going to give you the best optimal opportunity to win. We saw how Dak played when before Amari arrived versus when he did arrive. Mm-hmm. So they have a great chance to still win their division.
2: Well, The most anticipated matchup of the weekend did not disappoint. It was the Texans and the Chiefs and two exciting quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, still a little dinged up. You know, he was obviously favoring one leg over the other after the Texans got to him a little bit, as you see on this play right here. But it was Deshaun Watson and the Texans who would come away with the win. Watson with a great performance. What did you see from the Texans and the Chiefs on Sunday?
1: Time of possession. And I Mm -hmm. told you this after they played the Lions, okay? Remember I said this. They have Patrick Mahomes, who's a dynamic, reigning MVP. You get back Tariq Hill, catches two touchdowns. You still have Travis Kelsey. They don't have a run game that anyone fears. Williams and McCoy, they don't put fear in the defense. So, therefore... KC doesn't have the level of balance that we're used to them having. Remember when Kareem Hunt was back there before he had all of his issues? Now, all of a sudden, they unlocked their attack. And so now you can press up on the receivers. You can force Mahomes to kind of be accurate consistently because they don't have balance. I want to give the Texans and Deshaun a lot of credit. By the way, he overcame drops from Fuller, overcame drops from Mm -hmm. Hopkins and yet still found a way to lead his football
2: team to victory. I do agree with you. The time possession was just so important in this game. You know, if you keep Mahomes and that Chiefs offense on the sideline, you can limit their productivity. And after giving up 17 points in the first quarter, that Texans defense gave up only one touchdown in the second, the third, and the fourth quarter combined. It was a really good Game plan by this Texans team and a head coach who isn't exactly celebrated as a mastermind in the media and it was a good job by the Texans and Bill O'Brien. Moving on, you had the 49ers win over the Rams as the best win of the weekend. Why was that, Mr. Rose? Because they are a football team
1: that doesn't give you smoke and mirrors and here's what I mean by that. They're going to play zone defensively Guys are going to stay in their areas. They're going to pick mm-hmm. the football off when you throw it to the wrong color jersey. They're going to make tackles. And they don't allow the 10-yard play to become a 50-yard score. They're really efficient at that. So, therefore, you create a level of balance to where Garoppolo doesn't have to drop back and sling the football all over the field 40 times. They can hand the ball off. They can get it to Kittle. And so they have a level of balance. On the other side, the Rams, Todd Gurley, him Mm. not playing last year in the Super Bowl and now progressing with injuries this year has taken away that team's balance. And so Goff is dropping back, throwing the ball every time, and people see it coming. You got to give the 49ers a lot of credit.
2: And Goff had 78 yards. Again, 78 yards. The... The San Francisco front seven is so good, and their running game is so good. It's old-school football, and it's working. It's like, you know what? We're going to limit you on offense, and you know, we're going to hand the ball off a bunch on defense. And you know when we're on offense, and we'll see what you can do with that. I really like what the 49ers have put together. And again, I have to say they've, they've wildly exceeded the expectations that I had for them, and I really know that they're happy about that in the Bay. Because this is ESPN, because we are the national media You know we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have become like the story of the season. They played a very good Seahawks team, and they did not win. But it's not what you do. It's how you do it. Baker Mayfield didn't look confident, didn't look comfortable, threw some really bad picks, made some bad decisions, and the Seahawks did what they do. Russell Wilson hasn't thrown a single pick all year long. Was this more about celebrating the Seahawks or criticizing the Browns after this one? Well, I'm going to always
1: celebrate Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. They're locking step. You turn around and hand the football off to Carson 24 times. He gets you over 100 yards. Yep. It creates a level of balance that protects Russell, who obviously is one of the best dual-threat quarterbacks in the game. And he is what I consider dynamic. On the other side, I was watching the game and I thought about something. I saw all of the weapons that the Browns have. And I thought about who should be their next coach, because I believe Freddie Kitchens, if he does survive this season, this will be the only time he coaches this football team. Mike McCarthy, formerly Mm. of the Green Bay Packers. I saw Mm. him do it with offense. I saw him do it with defense. And I know his message got stale in Green Bay, but he helped usher Aaron Rodgers into being one of the greatest quarterbacks that we have seen. I just think they need somebody else on the sideline. Not to take anything away from the players by the way, because Baker Mayfield throws so many interceptions, in particular in the red, in zone. The red zone. Still yeah. can't get Odell involved, still can't get Landry involved. They should feed Chubb. They had the lead. Why are you not feeding Nick Chubb? So I just believe that this will be his only season if he makes it through the year. Freddie Kitchens coaching Freddie Kitchens coaching
2: this team. And you know, I I like Baker Mayfield because I like his personality, and he gives us in the media something to talk about, but I'm not giving up on him. I understand the interceptions are bad. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. He threw some really bad interceptions, especially in the red zone, but you have to remember, this is his first full year as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Not every young quarterback is going to be Patrick Mahomes. It takes some time to learn how to read the defenses, to see how teams are scheming against you, and hopefully over time he'll become the quarterback that we all sort of expected him to be after he won the Heisman. Jalen, there was one moment from this game that we really have to celebrate i know that we're old and we're washed up but we're not too old for in sync and apparently neither are the seahawks (laughs) receiving core they get this a beautiful touchdown catch but this the bye 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 dancing celebration jalen did you know what this was in reference to when you saw it happen for the first time
1: well actually i did i thought it was really clever i liked that it was in unison and it was mm-hmm. choreographed to the point where everybody's lock and step and in rhythm. I yes. thought it was fly.
2: I did, too. And also, like, the bye-bye-bye, you, you know, it's a, it's a big touchdown. You're kind of, like, waving goodbye to the home team. I enjoyed that as well. Shout out to the Seahawks for putting that together. Jalen, you know I have three little children. You know I like to go to bed early. But last night's ALCS game in Houston between the Astros and the Yankees was too good to leave. This play in particular, Correa coming over from shortstop after the ball bounces off of Altuve to throw out LeMahieu at home was a huge play, but not as huge as this. In the 11th inning, the very first pitch of the bottom of the 11th, Correa goes yard to even the series at 1-1. Could that one swing have saved the Astros' entire season? Of course, if the Yankees go on the road and take both
1: both games and then they come back to the Bronx up 2-0, it's curtains for the Astros. No doubt about it. The Yankees got what they were looking for, a split. So this is the long series that I anticipated it being.
2: I know, I'm so excited for this one to go back to the Bronx at 1-1 I was really disappointed I was, I saw it start to go the Yankees way Sort of in the late innings They started getting after the relievers a little bit And I got concerned But I'm really glad this is 1-1 I want a seven game series I love these two teams And I want to see it But I just want them to end like an hour earlier Man, I'm tired this morning <laughs> The Steelers and their third string quarterback Delvin Duck Hodges The Duck calling champion Looked pretty good He looked pretty good What did you think about the Steelers beating the Chargers? The the Steelers are a well-coached football team, is what I thought about watching
1: this game. Yeah, Bush, my guy from Michigan, got an interception. But remember Mm -hmm. when they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick after Big Ben got hurt? And people were like, what are they doing? This team isn't going anywhere. They wanted to fortify their defense. They shut down the Chargers. They didn't score the first three quarters of the game. And for the Chargers, Melvin Gordon, since he's returned, hasn't been really effective running Mm -mm. the football. Eckler Mm -mm. was a lot more effective before he got back. Henry caught a couple of touchdowns. But again, they have to find a way with the Chargers to get that running game going.
2: They really do. We also had this game between the Saints and the Jaguars. There's a lot of discussion about how well Bridgewater has played and the surprising performance of Gardner Minshew and Minshew mania around Jacksonville. Well, let's say Gardner Minshew's had more impressive performances in his very short career. The Saints ended up beating the Jaguars, but they did it by limiting Minshew a lot. What did you think about the Saints and the Jags? You start with their defense,
1: you got to give the Saints D a lot of credit. Anytime you're holding the team with six points, there's something to be said for that. And Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is win. And you can say he's managing the game. Kamara's not putting up big fantasy numbers. Neither is Michael Thomas. But Sean Payton doing a terrific job of putting him in position to be mm-hmm. successful. And so that level of balance that they're able to get has now put them in position to not put their defense in awkward positions. He isn't throwing a lot of interception. He isn't getting fumbles. And so now all of a sudden, your defense has a level of balance to where they can be effective. And on the other side, we're setting up for a showdown between Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars. Okay. When the owner comes out and says he anticipates you playing, yet the trade deadline is later this month and you don't play, it's going to be interesting to see if they move him between now and then. Because when you look at these scores the last couple of weeks, you could use your all-pro corner to be out there. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that
2: plays out. You really could. Now you've got the Cowboys kind of faltering. The Seahawks are really coming together, playing well. We'll see about the Packers and Lions tonight. Are the Saints right now the best team in the NFC? Healthy Drew Brees, I would say
1: yes. But I'm going to go under the radar because we don't talk about this team a lot. Don't sleep on Minnesota. That's all I got to mm. say. Don't don't sleep mm-hmm. on Minnesota. I w- when this conversation comes up about best teams in the NFC, I'm just going to say,
2: don't sleep on the Vikings. And the 49ers, who still have not lost a football game this entire season. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Vikings, because just a couple weeks ago, remember Adam Thielen? Was in the news complaining about Kirk Cousins' performance and not getting the ball. And then we had Stephon Diggs. We know what's happened with him. He missed a couple practices. He was winking, talking about when he wants to play in Minnesota. Well, both Thielen and Diggs have had some good weeks. Stephon Diggs caught a bunch of touchdowns in this game. Kirk Cousins looked like the Kirk Cousins that is, you know, got that big contract from this team in Minnesota. Does you always say this that winning is the best deodorant? Can these performances and getting the ball and scoring the touchdowns and winning these games, can that solve all the problems that seem to be happening in the locker room with Minnesota?
1: Yes, it can, and I think it will. And I want to contrast two different teams and talk about the sacrifice it takes for winning. Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, they ain't putting up big numbers because they know that Drew Brees is out, yet their team hasn't lost a game. Thielen and Diggs know that Mike Zimmer want to run the football. And Dalvin Cook is one of the best backs in the league. He really is. So use him to set up the pass game. And then you unlock games like yesterday where Diggs get three touchdowns. Thielen gets one. Cook gets one.
2: Everybody gets a chance to eat. And I can imagine it's the locker room, the high fives, are the laughs are a little louder, the high fives are a little stronger. Like There's no complaints now. I don't hear Thielen and Diggs complaining after a game when they both score touchdowns and Diggs gets three. It's almost like Cousins knows he needs to kind of get the ball to these players to keep them happy and he's happy to do it. But I'm glad you mentioned Delvin Cook because he is one of the most slept on running backs in the whole entire NFL. So you brought up Bridgewater and Breeze and the sacrifice that the Saints are making. There's something else interesting going on with a backup quarterback who's performing well, and that is a gentleman by the name of Kyle Allen of the Panthers. I I didn't follow Kyle Allen's college career. I didn't know Kyle Allen was going to be a good quarterback when he got to the NFL. Well, here he is getting an opportunity, and he keeps winning. This was the super early game on Sunday morning where the Bucs the Bucks have had some good performances this year, but again, McCaffrey, Allen and the Panthers came away with the win in this one. Now, remember, Cam played earlier this year. And it sort of seemed like Cam wasn't going to be out for the season. But now you've got a legitimate quarterback controversy with Kyle Allen playing this well. How do you think this position plays out with Allen playing so well, backing up Cam Newton? Winning is, first and
1: foremost, the most important, clearly. But I don't see a quarterback controversy here. You had a guy that was the MVP of the league a couple of years ago in Cam Newton that led this team to the Super Bowl. If and when he's healthy, I think people are really sleeping on how good of a player Cam Newton is. Now, I want to give this team a lot of credit for the way they played with them out. McCaffrey still got two touchdowns. Samuel's got a touchdown. You got to give their defense a lot of credit. But this game really was all about the Bucs. And Jameis Winston... They, uh, he just threw another interception. He threw five of them. <laughs> like, I, w- I was up watching this game, making sausage and eggs, like a degenerate fan would do tailgating. I'm like, is he a starting quarterback in the league is now the question. At first, I was thinking, maybe this could be the case study. The Kango kid Bruce Arians, would now see that maybe he could give him a deal. But now I'm trying to figure... Is he going to even be in Tampa after this year? That's an interesting storyline that I want to watch play out.
2: It is, and this is the same Jameis Winston and Buccaneers that put up 55 points on the Rams. Now, the Rams defense has been a bit exposed, but this is just two weeks ago. They put up 55 points on the Rams, and then here they are. They travel across the pond. He throws five picks, and you really are looking at it like, what is this here? But I also want to talk about Kyle Allen a little bit more. Let's imagine that you are... The coach, the general manager, the owner of the Panthers, and it kind of felt like they rushed Cam Newton back from his his shoulder problems earlier. Do you give him some extra time? Does he say, Coach, I'm ready? Do you say, you know what, let's do another week, another week or two, because we want to make sure that you are 100%, 100%, and we don't have to rush you back to the field. But this just ain't for Cam. This is for Drew Brees, too.
1: Okay? Mm -hmm. When you have a franchise-level quarterback, and the team is performing well without him, of course, you don't need to rush him back. But also,
2: in his head, he doesn't need to rush back. It's true. And they also have to go through the 49ers and the Titans and the Packers upcoming weeks. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the quarterback position with the Panthers. Jalen, we had MLB playoffs, a full slate of college football, full slate of NFL, and then we had tennis and gymnastics. So we have to get to all of it. So it's time for me and you to keep keep it moving. moving, moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, me, you, and Method Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Let's get it. The Ravens beat the Bengals and Lamar did something very impressive. Keep moving and hit the brakes. the brakes. Lamar Jackson threw for 236 yards, but that's not it. He ran for 152 yards. Jalen, he says he hates running, but he's just so good at it. What do you think about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? I just
1: appreciate his progression as a quarterback. Coming into the season, people questioned if he was going to be able to throw the football. He's still improving. He got a long way to go, but he's still improving. But that level of dual threat and that electricity is awesome that he brings to the field. But I want to say something about the other team real quick. The Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to put this in your ear, David Jacoby. Hear me close. If I'm A.J. Green, I ain't coming back to play with this squad. Mm. Not in the final year of my deal. Mm. He just got injured. They're winless on the year. It's going to be very interesting for me to see what happens if and when, wink, wink, he gets healthy.
2: I like it. Moving on, Kyler Murray looks pretty good on Sunday. Keep moving and hit the brakes on Kyler. I want to hit the brakes on this. Well, this was against the Falcons, and we always do this thing where you say this is the best win, this is the most surprising result, and this is the worst loss. You had this loss to the Cardinals as the worst loss of the weekend. Why is that, Mr. Rose? Now, correct me if I'm wrong,
1: and I, I don't take any joy of saying that somebody should potentially lose their job. Mm-hmm. but This is the third week in a row that I felt like this was the worst loss of the week. The Atlanta Falcons are way too talented to be losing like this. I believe that this might ultimately cost Dan Quinn his job.
2: It feels like every Monday we say that, that it's going to cost Ann Quinn his job, and one Monday it's going to happen, and it will be broken news for Jalen and Jacoby watchers. Big shout to Kyler Murray. He did look good in the win. Moving on, the Washington team and the Dolphins played a football game, and one of those teams actually came away with the victory. Keep it moving or hit the brakes.
1: Dwayne Haskins, Mike McCarthy, quarterback whisperer, keep it moving.
2: We keep, right, it we're gonna keep it we keep it moving. We're going to
0: keep it moving. keep
2: it moving. It was a very interesting day for a gentleman by the name of Marcus Mariota. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving. They got shut out. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Simone Biles made more history. At the World Gymnastics Championships, she won her 24th and 25th career medal. I love this little spin. I can't do that. And she now has become the most decorated gold medal winner in World Gymnastics Championships history. Jalen, is this story and her successes over the past years got a little under the radar in terms of national recognition? That's why I appreciate that we have this platform that we could cover whatever
1: we choose. And I tell you what, that young lady is phenomenal. She has a magnetic personality, a terrific smile. I love seeing the video of her boyfriend cheering for and rooting her on, 25 total medals. 19 of them are gold. That is phenomenal. Is she the greatest
2: gymnast of all time? She has to be, no doubt about it. What do you think? I mean, the numbers are right there in front of you. This is her 24th career medal. She's got 25 career medals at the World Gymnastics Championships. She keeps doing it over and over and over and over in a sport when the career windows are usually pretty short. Big shout to Simone Biles and her success. Also, Coco Goff made history. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. 15-year-old Coco Goff won the Upper Austria Ladies' Lens. It is a first tournament win from someone as young since the very memorable Jennifer Capriati did it at 15 as well. Jalen, what do you think about Goff? Not just getting recognition for getting through a couple rounds, but actually winning a tournament.
1: How about being 15 years old? the level of concentration and the discipline that you have to have to play against adults in your profession and not only be competitive, but actually win. When I was 15 years old, besides being broke, the only other things I worried about really was my rock teeth and the bumps on my face. For her, it, like she, she accepts the moment because we see her coming now. She's already a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And so now how you behave once, you play against Serena, you beat Venus, you come into a new tournament. And for her to get it done the way she's getting it done, uh, it's truly phenomenal.
2: It is really impressive because we do see her coming. She's no longer slept on. She's no longer looked over by opponents, and yet she continues to be successful. But... We've been doing this show for over eight years, and I've watched you mature so much from your late 30s into your mid-40s that I can only imagine how immature you were at 15. <laughs> I'm sure there's much more that you were worried about than your rock teeth and the bumps on your head that you just don't want to say into a microphone on national television. And I'll spare you the follow-up questions on this one. But I know how undisciplined and immature you were just eight years ago. I can only imagine what you looked like 30 years ago. God. Next, we have a major mix-up in the AP poll. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. All right, we're going to hit the brakes. Well, I don't know if you'll notice, but a team that was in the top four is no longer there. Georgia lost to South Carolina. And LSU jumps all the way up to number two. And in the later in the season, we will have a matchup between number one and number two. Cannot wait for that game. Uh, Let's see Michigan. On I knew here. you were
1: going there and when we introduced this topic I'm pretty sure a couple of people that know the teams that I love Michigan and the Hurricanes why was I shaking mm-hmm. my head for those that don't know my daughter Mariah is a sophomore at Georgia and she was at Big the game shout out to Mariah. so I have a soft shout spot out. for their squad and Ugh. I root for them to do well
2: Big shout to Mariah. Because she is a Bulldog, I will now be a Bulldog fan and root for them to get back to the playoffs in playoff position. Um, Michigan Wolverines did something a little crazy over the weekend. Keep moving or hit the brakes. We definitely need to hit the brakes. brakes. They had 295 rushing yards in a win against Illinois. Jalen, how encouraging is that after their loss early in the season in Wisconsin?
1: It's really encouraging because these are character wins. So when you mm-hmm. get thumped by Wisconsin, the next couple of weeks, you, that that really shows what you're made of. The character of a team is the coach going to lose the locker room, so to speak. And so yeah. for them to regroup and have a couple of quality wins, I'm
2: encouraged. And that builds a little momentum because the next two weeks – on Michigan's schedule, it's not Michigan State, it's not Ohio State, it's not those big games, but you then have to face Penn State. Oh, they're number 7. And then the week after that, you have to face Notre Dame. They're number 8. So this season can really go a couple of ways. I don't want to be too positive about the Michigan Wolverines and jinx them, but if they get a couple wins, and if suddenly they took down a couple top 10 ranked teams, that could really make a case for them when it comes time for Big Ten championships and big games against Ohio State. When you start talking about strength, the
1: schedule, does it get any rougher than the Michigan Wolverines? I was watching it last week. Penn State, Notre Dame, Michigan State is our rival, and we still have Ohio State on the schedule. So, one week at a time, that's
2: the focus. One week at a time. One week at a time. Well, Jalen, we always text throughout the uh, the weekend, and you texted something really interesting that led to this segment. It's time for Jalen's of the week. There's not a single Jalen of the week this week. It might be Jalen Hurts if it were. But there are lots of Jalens of the week this week. On Saturday, you noticed something that was happening in college football. Let's take a look. How about that? Wow, I didn't realize it was that
1: many. And by the (laughs) way, it's one thing to be named Jalen. Way to represent everybody. But there's another thing to put in work. These guys, I noticed was... Hitting the head on the goal post. I'm like, every time I turn around, it's a Jalen scoring a touchdown. That's what I call getting it done. Way to represent
2: namesakes. Not just that, but we got three touchdowns up there, two touchdowns, multiple touchdowns scored by singular Jalens this week. We're going to keep an eye on all those Jalens next week as we continue to notify you about the Jalen of the week. We also have this, Jalen Rose. It wasn't just the Astros and the Yankees. Interesting game last night. There's also the National League Championship Series, which has been a little underwhelming. The Cardinals try to get a game at the Nationals tonight at 738. It's going to be Flaherty against Strasburg. The Cardinals' offense has been anemic, anemic in Game 1 and Game 2. Can they go on the road and steal this game against the Nationals to make this a series? I
1: hate to say it, but the Cards are in trouble, trouble, trouble. Anytime you lose the first two... Mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. and now you go play at the Nets, and they can trot Strasburg out there? It's a trouble. team that's playing better without Bryce Harper. Who would have ever thunk it? This is going to be a long situation for the Cardinals. There's no coming
2: back for this one. Jalen, Monday night football tonight. The Packers and the Lions. Huge game in the NFC North. What do the Lions need to do to win this game against the Packers? Balance.
1: Balance is always the key. We have Matthew Stafford and understand mm-hmm. that he can throw the ball around a lot 45, 50 times, but we don't need him to do that. We want him to go 22 for 30, 325 yards, two TDs, carry on Johnson, 120 yards, total offense, two TDs. Goliday! With a couple of great catches too.
2: We've got do this on Monday Night Football. The Lions, coming off a bye week with extra time to prepare for a division rival on the road. Big win for the Lions tonight on Monday Night Football. Big win for the Lions. Ah! If you call 9580 Jalen. You can leave us a voicemail. Ladies, we need your calls. Every Wednesday we do only female voicemails. We're taking all callers today. Reg, let's get it.
0: Yeah, what's going on, Jalen Jacoby? This is Sonny from upstate New York. Shout out, Reg. Look,
1: me and you, Jalen, we got a lot in common. Our teams for basketball this upcoming season,
0: you know, not a lot of fans. You know, you with the Pistons, Detroit Pistons, me with the Charlotte Hornets. So, look. All my friends they kinda of clown me and roast me for being a diehard Hornets fan. How do I feel better? I mean I mean I don't need to feel better, but do I have anything positive to look forward to? Let me know.
1: Also, Jalen, I'm watching the show Fresh Off the Boat. I'm on season two. You didn't tell me you was on the show? That's crazy. Alright, keep giving the people what they want.
2: Peace. Jalen. My man, Upstate New York, feels a kinship with you, feels a, 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 a brothership with you, a connection with you, because both of you have trash NBA teams. What do you think? React to that?
1: Oh, well, well, we're opposite of you. We're diehards, and we roll with our teams through thick and thin. And by the way, there are probably only five NBA franchise five NBA franchises with at least three championships. So don't don't get it twisted. And the Pistons fall into that category. Here's what I'll say about his Charlotte Hornets. They need one of these draft picks to become a star. Mm -hmm. That's what they need. You signed Terry Rozier in the offseason. I really like P.J. Washington out of Kentucky up front. He reminds me of David West in a lot of ways. Yeah, so he he's rugged, he's tough, he can play mid range, can shoot over the top of smaller defenders and over. Like I, I like his game a lot. My, he can. Miles ball.
2: Bridges, Miles Bridges shows potential, and they got a Jalen in the second round. They picked up a Jalen McDaniel's. So you absolutely. got a Jalen, you got something, no doubt. So you hope that Malik Monk
1: or Dwayne Bacon or somebody is able to take a leap. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to take for them to become like a consistent. Like, playoff tight team. If you look at the lower part of the Eastern Conference, that's what happened with Orlando. Their young players the took Hawks. a leap. The Hawks. And the Hawks. You hope their young players take a leap. The Nets, without KD, same thing. The Knicks. You hope your young thing, players though. take a leap.
2: Here's the thing, so though. So we'll see. The leap ain't gonna happen this year. You're gonna be back in the lottery. You'll be back in the lottery. Hopefully, the lottery balls will work out for you, and you can end up with a real, real, real five-star, top four type of player in this year's draft. Thanks so much and for the also, call. Y'all, y'all, they they also need some scouts that don't
1: only go after big men from the Big Ten. Like, see, like <laughs> every year they they draft a
2: guy, a
1: forward out of the Big Ten.
2: Thanks so much for the call. we got time for another voicemail. Reg, what do you got?
0: What up, Jalen? What up, Jacoby? Shout out, Reg. Uh, This is Candice calling from Indy. Uh, First-time listener uh, listening to about three podcasts so far. Really like what I'm hearing. Uh, My question for you guys is, um, Jalen, I guess, uh, being a Detroit fan, uh, a Lions fan, what do you think your Lions are going to do on Sunday? I know you guys need more female callers, so here I am.
2: Jalen, she wants to know what's going to happen in Green Bay with the Lions tonight.
1: So I meant to say this on the program, but this is going to be exclusive for the pod. So Matt LaFleur did something that Mike McCarthy could never have done. That's turn Aaron Rodgers into somebody that can allow the people around him to elevate them into winning as opposed to him having to be the singular reason based on his productivity that they won, that they won. Okay. Interesting. Because he and Mike McCarthy were together for so very long. That can't be the same coach that had you as an MVP and one of the greatest that people had ever seen. You can't now tell that guy Oh, let the defense carry us. You need a new voice to do that, and that's mm-hmm. why every time Aaron Rodgers come to the every other time Rodgers come to the sideline, you see him and Lafleur talking. He like, I got you, man. I, I know Aaron. I know my bad. I know, I know. But this defense is really good. We don't need you throwing the ball fifty times. So, with that and Aaron Jones, I'm worried about him. He put it on the Dallas Cowboys four touchdowns. No Devontae
2: Adams, though. Lions win on the road. I do love the Lions winning this game. You get that extra week to prepare in-game, I mean, in-division rivalry. I like it, Jay. I like the Lions winning. I like the Lions winning this week on Monday Night Football. But here's the thing that concerns me about the Packers matchup tonight, Mr. Rose. Packers, always, 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 you talk about Aaron Rodgers and you know and what he's able to do with his team extending plays and throwing it through the air but they've got a defense this year like this is one of the first sort of like defense first packers team that we've seen in Aaron Rodgers run and that's a concern because you know if if there you see a couple three and outs early in the game for the lions and the packers start scoring some points then can get it can it can it can get ugly early so what i would do i'm deferring if i get the coin flip i'm deferring if i get the coin flip and i'm the lions I'm saying, you know what, I'm putting my defense out there. We're going to get a stop on Aaron Rodgers, and then after halftime, we'll get the ball back. Because what I don't want to do is see Matt Stafford and that offense stall right out the gate. And it it also seems like the Bears are not so much a threat anymore in this this conference. It's the Vikings, Bears, Packers, Lions might from top to bottom be the only conference where all four teams could win. Do you agree?
1: Quarterback play. Bears lost their quarterback at Trubisky. He still had to prove that he can he can uh, improve on last year, where he threw twenty four touchdowns and twelve interceptions. But the Lions are still in the proving ground. Let's see how oh, yeah. it plays out on Monday night.
2: Oh yeah, I think the Lions are going to really regret that tie to the Cardinals in Week One. You know, because that three and one sounds a lot better than two one and one, especially when you got such a tight division. They might really regret letting that one slip away. I want to appreciate Sway Lee for coming through. I want to remind everybody, especially the ladies. Call 98580 Jalen and leave us voicemails. Great show today. We covered gymnastics. We covered tennis. We covered baseball playoffs. We covered college football. We covered NF covered NFL football. And tomorrow, we will cover the Detroit. Lions and Green Bay Packers Monday night matchup that you never know. It might just decide the NFC North. We'll see what kind of move Jalen's in tomorrow. On <laughs> Jalen and Jacoby. Why is that camera? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. That's the deal to be-